0: Had that nightmare surgery it was just a nightmare everything that he did and some of the things he was not authorized to do that he did to me had to be repaired the two ends of my scar they just didn't heal well and it's to be expected like i've been cut there twice you know what i mean within a matter of a year i ended up with these like burns between my breasts that were just like unexplained it's not that i'm embarrassed by my scars i hate seeing them because it reminds me of everything I've been through. My parents must get like 20,000 steps in per day, both of them. They do not sit down. They wake up in the morning and they're like, okay, what's the plan? I'm like, the plan is, can we just have coffee? Okay, what's next? Like they just go and go and go. They do not stop. Hey, I'm Shaleen Johnson. And thank you so much for joining me here on The Shaleen Show, where today we're going to be talking about plastic surgery, plastic surgery revisions, covering up your scars, using body makeup. We're going to talk about how to have more energy, not feel lazy, hormone replacement therapy. We're also going to talk about things that you should be looking forward to in this next season, especially if you're home with your kids or you're worried about your kids leaving and being an empty nester. We're going to talk about living a bougie lifestyle and some of the comments that people have left for me that maybe I don't agree with and I'm gonna defend myself. I'm also gonna talk about what it means, in my opinion, to be authentic. That and so much more here today on The Shaleen Show. Let's get right to it. Number one question I keep getting, and I have to assume this is from people who don't listen to the podcast, so please forgive me if you're like, really? People don't know the answer to this. Not everybody listens to the podcast or watches my YouTube. So, why are we in Miami? Have we bought in Miami? Are we moving to Miami? All these questions about Miami. Is there going to be a meetup in Miami? And I'm going to answer it. So, we are in Miami because we wanted to check out Florida. My parents live here. They were just here visiting us. Let me write myself a note so I don't forget to tell you about that fiasco. Let me just write down Marge. And Bill, if I don't write myself a note in my push journal, which is always sitting next to me, then I will forget to close the loop or what I was going to tell you. Anyways, so we wanted to check out Florida. We are trying to find a secondary place to live. We're going to keep our house in California for now. That's what we think we're going to do. We're in this position because our kids are grown and they're both married and they don't haven't yet set roots that we want to be free. Do you know what I mean? And we want to establish residency someplace other than California. Eventually, we'd like to move out of California. It is so expensive. It's so beautiful and so amazing, but it's also so crowded. And it's also really, really, really hard to do business there. So we're looking at other places. We have been touring, like we went to Park City, we went to New York, we went to Florida. And I know people are like, oh, is it just for taxes? Not just for tax purposes. Like again, like New York, I think, is just as expensive, if not more so than California. I don't know, but there's other states I want to experience without having to move there to know for sure if I might want to move there, right? Many people suggest that we check out Nashville, but here's my criteria stand by. I need a sip of water. I do have a new water bottle. There was another bottle I prematurely recommended last week that I thought was going to be like a, a game changer. I hated it. First of all, it was plastic and You know how I feel about plastic. So that should have been my first warning sign. And secondly, it was so big that by the time you got to the bottom, especially because it was plastic, it was gross and warm and disgusting. And it just was not working. I was like, I'm not drinking enough water. And the bottle is the problem. And I was so, so, so good about drinking water when I always carried around three water bottles. But carrying around three water bottles when you're traveling the world is just impractical so i bought a new steel water bottle from amazon i will link it it comes in a million different colors it's 40 ounces i like that my goal will be to drink three of these in a day i'm going to try to do it i used to be able to drink three 25 ounces so why not 40 ounces more water the better like make it a goal that if you even come close it's a good thing back to florida so we wanted to check out florida we visited my parents who live in the villages if you don't know about the villages Sorry, there's no way I could ever live in the villages, even if all the people that were living there were like my age. I think each generation has things that they're into and they're into a certain aesthetic. Like we have different hobbies and habits and ideas when it comes to entertainment than our parents do, right? So anyways, then we're like, okay, let's check out Miami because a lot of our friends live in Miami. They did. (laughs) Now only a few of them do, but so we wanted to check out Miami because you know what? You know what we really love? We love water. That's one thing we figured out. We really love water. We checked out Park City. And while we love it, I don't know if I could live there half the year. I don't know if I could. I mean, I could if my grandkids are there, but it just isn't quite fast paced enough for me. I need a little bit more like action. You know what I mean? Wonderful city. Love it. Love snowboarding there. Florida, Miami, I love all the nightlife. I love the option. It's not as if we're going out every night. Duh. Like who am I kidding? We're at home 90% of the time. But when I do go out, I love people watching. I don't care if I'm the oldest one there. I don't you know, need to be the center of attention, but I enjoy seeing the way people dress. And I love seeing couples and I love seeing outfits. And I love seeing people getting dressed up and looking at different fashion and just being inspired. By I love seeing women dressed up in beautiful clothing. I don't care about the guys, like, but I love looking at women in just gorgeous outfits and Combinations that they put together, and their beautiful bodies. I just find it very entertaining, and I love going out to nice restaurants, and I love trying different types of cuisine. I love diversity. I love seeing the gay population that's here in Miami. I love the drag shows. I love the just that there's so many different cultures here in Miami. So I freaking love that. It does lack a little bit of like. I don't know what you want to call it unique fashion like it's very bougie etc like there's a lot of like people wearing designer labels it's either like designer labels or bodycon you know what i mean so there isn't as much like high fashion or unique fashion as you might see in la but it's fun and exciting so we decided to rent here for two months to answer your question to get a sense of what would it be like to live here. And that's my recommendation to anyone who's thinking about making a move, get an Airbnb for a month or two months to get a sense of what it's really like. Because what I thought Miami was like is very different than what I realized it is. And I wouldn't have known that unless we were living here. So we're gonna be here for one more month. I'm recording this at the beginning of May. We're leaving at the end of May, and to answer your question about doing a meetup, yes, we are. Hopefully, you see this the week that I publish it. We're going to do a meetup in Miami. I'm so sorry for the last-minute notice. We're going to do it on Saturday, May 6th, so if that's something you'd like to attend, send a text message with just this word. If you've already sent it to me, don't worry about it, but only send this word, hashtag Miami to 949-503-9873. 949 503 9873. And then I'll put you in a group and I'll send you a link to the like Evite. We're doing it at a location. We'll probably have like cocktails and maybe a DJ. I'm like literally it's four days away and I'm planning it. Hashtag best under pressure. So come, especially people who listen to the Shalene show. You're my favorite. So let's hang out. Okay. So I'll send you a link to that if you're interested in coming. And then Once we leave Miami, people are saying, where are you going to go next? So we have rented our house back in California through, I forget what month. I don't even know. That's Brett's department. I'm just the talent. We've rented the house there. I I know it's for eight months. I just don't know how long we've been gone. So we're going to be here for two months, leave here the end of May, and then we're going to go to Europe. We booked a one-way ticket to France, a one-way ticket. So could we move to Europe? possibly i don't think so but possibly i don't think we would do that certainly not indefinitely but like could we stay there for several months we might we just might and it is such a cool thing to be in this season so i just want to say to anyone who you're thinking like you're dreading getting quote older it's such a dumb thing to dread it is so cool it is so fun if you embrace it, if you understand like there's so much more you can do. And if especially if you start planning now to put yourself in a situation financially where you don't have to be in one place. And the only way I know to do that is either you got to get yourself a gig that's virtual, right? Like your boss doesn't care where they, you do your job from, and a lot of people have discovered that, and or my recommendation is start a secondary side hustle and let that side hustle grow to the point where you're like, I love my job, I love my boss, but I'm making too much money to continue this, I have to quit. And when I give that advice, I know that every time I do that, I'm putting myself at risk of losing some of my best members of my team. And I do, I have. like, And I would be such a hypocrite if I didn't want my team to know that that's possible for them too. However, I also, I just wanna make this clear, if you end up like, coming to work for Team Johnson someday, we really do let our team work as though it's their own business. Like you know, when I'm speaking to you as if you work for us now, I think people know when they're most creative, I think that some people just they can't force themselves to be productive like first thing in the morning or from noon until four. They just can't. But yet they're still going to get their work done. And like, I don't care if I'm paying you for 40 hours and you get it done in 30. Why would you be penalized for working fast? You know what I'm saying? So like, here are your responsibilities. Get them done in that period of time and don't take advantage. Right. But honestly, if you can think of it as your own business, then we all benefit. I think people are happier when they're working according to like when your mojo is at its highest. Like when do you feel creative? When are you excited to do what you're going to do? And so I guess I'm speaking not just to a future staffer, but I'm also speaking to those of you who are maybe the boss and you feel like you really have to micromanage your people and you really need them to be there in person. I don't know. I would say second guess that. I would say try an alternative. Because the other thing is when we were all in person, I felt guilty not being in the office even if I was putting in a 12 hour day. Now, because we are in the season where we don't have to be home for our kids and our business isn't dependent upon us being in one location because we have built these multiple streams of income, we can travel the world. We can experience these things that like I just always dreamed. I have always dreamed of like, what would it be like to live in France? What would it be like to live on a Greek island? Like, we're going to do that this summer. What would it be like to be on the Amalfi Coast? What would it be like, like, it's just exciting. It's so exciting and it's so fun. And it's funny to think that just 10 years ago when Brett and I talked about international travel, neither of us were interested. And I think it was us kind of making the best of the situation we were in because it wasn't an option 10 years ago. And for some of you, it's not an option right now because you're in a season Where something else is a priority, like maybe being at your kids' games or being close to an elderly parent or your grandkids. I don't know. But honor that season and don't feel like you need to be doing what everybody else is doing because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We all know lots of people who make their lives look awfully pretty and they've got these perfect kids and the perfect marriage. And then, boom, there's a divorce, even while these people are pretending that they're marriage experts. And I'm not speaking about anyone in particular because there's been more than a couple who have done this. And then you find out what's really going on behind closed doors and it's kind of sad. So never compare yourself to what people are doing in social media. I'm just suggesting that you get excited about your next season and don't just roll into it. Plan for it. What do you want that to look like? Do you want to be able to travel every weekend to see your kids in college, wherever they are? Do you want to be able to pay for your kids' college or help them in some way? Do you want to be able to travel with your spouse? Do you want to have a great relationship with your partner and right now things aren't that great? Well, you got to plan for that too. That's just not going to magically happen. You got to do the work. You got to get into each other. You got to do some therapy, take care of your own stuff and keep it clean. And this is going to be controversial, but it's my opinion. I think it's valid. I think I have the right to say this, even though some people are going to disagree. You got to take care of yourself. The reason why we are attracted to people, first of all, is often physical. And I know physical fades, but that doesn't mean just let it go. It doesn't mean that you can't improve your diet, improve the way that you take care of your health and fitness, that you can't tweak things and Find a way to be improve. Don't just use the people who are around you who have let themselves go as like, well, I guess it's just our age or well, I guess this is what everyone else looks like or whatever. like I just want you to feel your best in order to feel your best. Part of that is looking not your absolute best, but like feeling good about the way you present yourself to the world. And yeah, that does take a little bit of energy. And I think partners really appreciate that. You can call it shallow, but I mean, it's just human nature, in my opinion. Girl, you know, I'm gonna hook you up when I find something that's next level. (laughs) And I found this razor. I actually found it originally at Target, but you can get it delivered to your home. So I have to tell you about it. It's called an Athena's Club razor. They've got thousands of five star reviews from customers, but you're gonna get my review right now. First of all, it is the cutest razor I've ever seen in my life. And that's why I bought it. I literally bought it just because I thought it was pretty. Now I'm obsessed with it because when it's activated with water, it literally moisturizes your skin while you're shaving. The blades are surrounded with like this water activated serum that creates like almost like a shea butter and hyaluronic acid. So lately, I've been into taking a bath. I can literally shave my legs under the bathwater without having to like lift my leg up and use shave cream, although their shave cream is amazing, but I'm lazy and that's why I love this razor. Not to mention the fact it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Mine is lavender, just like everything. My water bottle is lavender the leggings that i'm wearing right now are lavender i'm kind of obsessed with lavender but for those of you who are minimalist they do have an all black razor an all white razor and all of them for 10 bucks you get the razor plus two separate blades okay and then this little tiny magnetic hook that i swear to you whoever designed this is a genius it is so sleek it is so convenient It also makes your blade last longer because then it's not just sitting in water and rusting, and it's removable, it attaches to like your wall or tile or glass, and it matches the razor. Athena's Club Razors, whoever designed that, that woman needs a raise. You can get it for 10 bucks, you guys, when you use my code. And not only is it the cutest razor you'll ever buy, it's the most effective shave you'll ever have. Go to athenaclub.com and use promo code Chalene today and you'll get 25% off. I do not understand how they're making money. Okay, again, it's athenaclub.com. Use code Chalene for 25% off. I just want you to feel your best. In order to feel your best, part of that is looking, not your absolute best, but like feeling good about the way you present yourself to the world. And yeah, that does take a little bit of energy. And I think partners really appreciate that. You can call it shallow, but I mean, it's just human nature in my opinion. All right, next question. Now, a lot of you have also asked me like how I've healed from my last surgery and if I plan on doing additional surgery. So long story short, if you haven't been here from the beginning, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but just quick recap. I went to, in 2021, to have a breast reduction and to revise a C-section scar that was about that wide, and it just kind of like bumped out. It had built up, what's that called? Scar tissue? Yeah, like keloid and created scar tissue, and it just created this little bump. It was not a big deal, but I don't normally keloid. Like None of my other scars keloid, just that one did, so I thought, well... While I'm getting my breasts made smaller, let's just then size that out and make it skinny. And long story short is it was a nightmare. Go back and listen to that podcast. It was the worst experience of my life. It was a complete trauma. And as a result, I can't say too much because there's a lawsuit. As a result of what I discovered after talking about how bad the experience was, I had this outpouring of messages from other people who had gone to the same surgeon. I literally heard from hundreds of people and their stories were eerily similar or far, far worse, like devastatingly worse. And it opened up my eyes to just so much, just like how I didn't know anything we don't know anything about the surgeons who we're going to see if you're in the state of california because there's so much they have the ability to do it's legal for them to do and there's no repercussions there is really no governing board i mean we can call the california medical board a board that really just protects doctors it's supposed to con- protect consumers but in my personal opinion it does not it protects the doctors because it is funded by the insurance companies who fund the doctors hello right? It's just politics, it's money, it's all that stuff. I won't get into the whole thing. Long story short, but it's a very fascinating story. And if you are in any way, shape, or form considering doing a plastic surgery, please, I beg of you to listen to this series. It will be linked below in the description. You've got to listen to the series. It's going to be eye-opening to you what's really happening and what could happen to you and the things you really need to know if you're ever considering doing plastic surgery. And I'm a fan of doing what feels right for you, not because somebody else thinks you need to do it or society or anything, but like, if it's bugging you, if it's something you've been saving up for, it's something you really wanna do, I think that's your right. You are entitled to do that and you're also entitled to do nothing. You don't have to wear any makeup. You don't have to dye your hair. You don't have to wear fake nails. You can be all natural, God bless you. We are all adults. We should be able to do whatever it is we want to do with our capsule, however, We should also be able to trust the physicians, the surgeons with whom we place our lives in their hands. And the question then was about my last surgery. So I had that nightmare surgery. It was just a nightmare. Everything that he did and some of the things he was not authorized to do that he did to me had to be repaired. And it was very expensive. And I went through the process of finding the ultimate surgeon, shout out to Dr. David Hildago. I used a consultant to help me find the perfect doctor. So even though I just recommend, told you who I use, that doesn't mean you should, because I have friends who've had the same type of experience but they needed a different doctor. So it's so specific to you. And that's why I highly recommend using a beauty consultant to help match you with someone who's got the reputation and is going to give you exactly what you need and they specialize in it. So the surgery went great and I'm really happy with it. But the doctor who I'm in a lawsuit with, I have my C-section scar opened me up hip to hip and he didn't actually take out the scar tissue. So I had to go to another doctor to take out that scar tissue and make this scar thinner as best as he could. But that is healing. It's been, I think, yeah, so it's been five months and it's getting lighter. The two ends of my scar, they just didn't heal well. And it's to be expected. Like I've been cut there twice, you know what I mean? Within a matter of a year. And so they just took longer to heal. So the ends of my scars are a little darker, but the center of it is nice and light. And people always comment when I post pictures of myself in a bathing suit or a bikini, they're like, so are you covering up your scars? I'm like, you know what? I use that same body makeup and I just use that to cover it up. But like, they're scars. Like, I'm not trying to hide them from anyone. And I'm also not a bikini model. And I'm also, I don't care when I'm on the beach. Like, I'm not, when I'm on the beach, I'm not like walking around and having people like stare. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just my husband that sees it and I see it. And it doesn't bother him. It probably bothers me more than it does him. Like, for me, it's just a reminder of the fact that I missed a lot of really important red flags. For me, it's a reminder of the trauma. It's not that I'm embarrassed by my scars. I hate seeing them because it reminds me of everything I've been through. And I know that might seem strange then that someone would then go and get them revised. But for me, the revisions are more about removing the fingerprints of someone who, in my opinion, I just can't say in my opinion, I don't even wanna say my opinion, but I'm sure you can imagine. Imagine if you felt someone had done something horrible to you and then you could almost like see their signature. And that's how it feels. And that's why I felt very positive that I needed to have those revised. And there's still a few things that couldn't all be fixed at once. A very conscientious physician is not going to do multiple procedures at once. Some of them will to save you money, but I'm not into cutting corners now. So part of my repairs is a multi Step process. I did the big one in November, but I need to do a couple of little tweaks to that, which we felt like which should be done later. And I don't know how much you guys know about this, but like I ended up with like these really strange, unexplained burns between my breasts after the surgery with a doctor. Who- Dr. Malavi, Dr. Arian Malavi, also known as Dr. Laguna, I ended up with these like burns between my breasts that were just like unexplained. And that skin there is thin and kind of discolored and it's disfigured. And so we did the revision to my breast scars with this latest doctor, but we didn't repair the skin there, but it can be, it's just a really simple, simple Very simple surgery, maybe even outpatient. So that's kind of like the next thing I have to do. You know, but in the meantime, like I will wear low cut shirts and I just wear a necklace over it and it's not attractive. But again, that's not the part that bothers me. What bothers me is knowing it's like still his signature, if you will. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned on the show that when I went to go get my nails done, the nail tech was like, when did you have these done? because it looks like they haven't grown out at all. Like I didn't need a fill. Also, I was able to go like almost seven weeks before getting my hair highlighted because my hair hadn't grown. And I'm like, what is different? I realized what it was. I had stopped taking my collagen because we were traveling and I forgot. Well, my problem is solved. They sent me my favorite unflavored collagen. Now, the reason why I use an unflavored collagen powder is because I mix it in with my water and my other supplements. It has no flavor. And that's how I make sure that I get enough collagen to get my hair growing and my nails growing again. That's the only thing I've done different in the last, whatever, seven or eight weeks. What is collagen? It's the most abundant protein in our body. Everyone makes it. We should be making it. You need it for your blood vessels, your muscles. You need it for hair growth. You need it for nails. You need it to have stronger bones. But collagen literally is the glue that holds all of our parts together, And it's something that is going to improve your gut health. It helps your metabolism. It helps you to build muscle. It helps your cardiovascular health. And most of us are not getting enough. So if you use an unflavored collagen powder, you can mix in your morning coffee. It literally doesn't change the taste at all. You can put in your smoothie. You can put in your water. You can put in your yogurt. You can put in just about anything. It literally has no taste. And Organifi only uses real food ingredients. As a listener of the show, you get 20% off. I want you to try their collagen. Go to Organifi.com forward slash Shalene and then enter code Shalene for your 20% off. Again, that's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Again, that's not the part that bothers me. What bothers me is knowing it's like still his signature, if you will. Okay. I want to answer the question that I got from people who are like, listen, you keep mentioning that you're now doing YouTube and I immediately jump over to YouTube and I don't see your YouTube video. Okay. So I will link to the YouTube channel where you can subscribe. Then there's a podcast tab when you go to my YouTube channel and that's where you watch the podcast. However, you're not going crazy. We're working out this system. So we've got a new team in place and this is a new process. As with anything that's a new process, we need to develop a time-saving system so that our editors know where to find the files. Kristen knows where to get the audio. Like It's a team and there's lots of moving pieces and there's not a lot of us. So thank you for your patience. You're not going crazy. I think moving forward, you should be seeing the videos up when the audio releases too to the show and we'll keep you posted. But they've been showing up like the same day, but sometimes like a couple of hours later. Our goal is to release them at the same time. Okay, next I want to address a comment. So this is a comment that I received from somebody, I think it was in Patreon, and and I'm just going to paraphrase. I got a couple of these. This is like the third one I've seen in the last month, and I don't know if it's the same person. Probably not. Usually if one person's commenting something, then more than one person is thinking it, and that's okay. So this person, you know, I'm generalizing, basically is like, you know, you're talking about things like your wealth and privilege, and it's just It feels like a turn or it feels like something you didn't do in the past. And I don't, I don't know how much I relate to. It's kind of gross, something to that extent. And here's what I want to say about that. You are very much entitled to that opinion and I get it. And I can understand how that might make somebody feel triggered who isn't in the same position that we're in. However, I have always just been me. And I know people who are incredibly wealthy. And because they're trying to be more relatable or, quote, authentic or trying to pretend like they're in the struggle, they lie about their actual situation or they hide it. And I just don't think that's authentic. And I can't do that. The main reason why I can't lie is because I can't remember anything. So I can only tell the truth because then I don't have to anything to remember. It just is what it is. So the stage that we're in right now of our lives, yeah, has a lot of privilege, has a lot of luxury, has a lot of things that we, options, that's what I call it, that we didn't have when we were broke. And there were times when we were broke. There were times when we were, as you guys have heard before, with Brett's gambling addiction and some other problems we were having in our marriage, we had almost half a million dollars in debt. Yeah. And so we weren't doing opulent things and we were living out of an envelope of cash. We weren't even using our credit cards and we weren't going out to dinners and we weren't buying things. And- I wasn't talking about those things and I I wasn't living that life because that would have been inauthentic. The life that we were living then and what I was talking about then was really figuring out ways to save money and to start thinking about ways to be smart with our money. Today, we're not there and I'm not gonna hide it and I'm also not gonna downplay like what I'm actually doing. Like I'm not gonna pretend that I'm in a position that I'm not in. I just don't think that that is authentic And I also think that that's disrespectful to someone who truly is struggling. I think it's disrespectful to someone who's in a different season. I also know that if it triggers someone, that is not something I can control. If it inspires someone, that's also something I can't control. And I love knowing that. I think for me personally, when we were broke, when I had no idea what it would be like to make six figures, just six figures. We're not even talking seven figures. I wondered, what is it like? How do people make decisions? How do they live? What kind of choices do they have to make that or don't have to make that I do have to make? How do they think? How do they, like all of those things. And when you see how others do it, it inspires you. And you know what else? It feels more familiar. So it feels achievable. I remember, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but like when the Osbournes Remember the reality TV show I forget what it was called like maybe it was just called The Osbornes but I think that was like the first time where you actually got to see inside the real life of multimillionaires and I remember thinking like wow okay like this is interesting. Like a lot of things fascinated me about seeing that. And then also realizing like, Oh, they're normal. I mean, they're not normal, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, they argue with their spouse and their kids don't pick up after them. And their kids sometimes talk back and they have dogs that poop on the floor. Like it made it feel like not so distant so far away. So again, to anyone who feels like we've shifted or changed, I don't think so but you're entitled to that opinion, I'm just always going to be honest about the season that we're in and what we're doing. And yeah, probably life is a lot different now that our kids are out because we're on the second half of our lives. You know what I mean? You can't die with it. And I don't plan to. I'm not going to work my whole life as hard as we have the first half of our lives and the second half of my life squander it and not actually enjoy that labor and all of the sacrifices that we made. And great book on that is called Die With Zero. It's not for everybody, but like if you're in that mindset, like we have to just keep making money, making money, making money. And, you know, we need to hide or be more, I think with a scarcity mindset because it could all go away and you need to overcome that. I think that's a great book to pick up. A lot of people also have asked, where do you get your energy? So that's what I want to talk about now. Where do I get my energy? If you saw the footage of my parents while they were here staying with us, it really made me think about that question, energy. Because these two make me feel lazy. I mean, they go and go and go. They don't sit. Like we sit and relax on the couch way more than they do. My parents must get like 20,000 steps in per day, both of them, they do not sit down. They wake up in the morning and they're like, okay, what's the plan? I'm like, the plan is, can we just have coffee? Why does there need to be a plan? And then, you know, we go and do something, and they come back and they're like, okay, what's next? Like, they just go and go and go. They do not stop. My mom, when she was here, like, she was like, let's go find a Zumba class. I'm like, not today. And she's like, so she's down there doing Zumba herself in the kitchen, making up her own routines. She just got Zumba certified at age 74. I hope that that's inspiration to someone out there who's like, yeah, I'm not too old to do anything. She's going to be teaching her first. Zumba class in May of this year. I'm very proud of her. And you know what else I picked up from the two of them is energy begets energy. So if you do sit down, like I noticed that my dad fell asleep within like two seconds when he did sit down because he's like a shark. You know what I mean? Like he's got to keep moving. And these two, they keep moving and they've talked about it. They're very aware that other people their age don't live that way. They're very sedentary. And when you're sedentary, you start to have more aches and pains and you suffer from more cardiovascular disease, you have a mentality that creeps up on you when you're sedentary. So energy begets energy. They know that. They know that that's what's keeping them healthy. And keeping them healthy is what's giving them energy. It's a domino effect. And it starts with your proper sleep, the right mood, the right mindset, You know your hormones. Listen, if your hormones are out of whack, and I've said this before, it's not that doing hormone replacement will suddenly give you energy or help you lose weight. But if you are having symptoms, and not everyone has to get tested, but if you're having symptoms such as very low libido, low energy, mood swings, you're just not happy, your skin is dry, you're experiencing vaginal dryness, you don't look forward to intimacy with your partner, like any of these things, things where you're like, I just don't feel like myself, well, then you should get tested. About a year ago, I did a DEXA scan, which is You basically lay on this glass table and they scan your whole body and they can tell you your body fat percentage. It's very interesting where your body is holding body fat as well as your bone density. And much to my surprise, I was diagnosed with osteopenia, which is the precursor to osteoporosis. My doctor begins to review my lifestyle and he's like, okay, so are you lifting heavy? Are you eating these foods? I go over everything basically you should be doing to prevent osteoporosis. And I'm doing all of those things. And while I wouldn't say that my diet is perfect, what I do recognize is that there's a component that's missing in my diet. Now, I assumed, as I'm sure you probably are, that it was maybe calcium that I was missing. No, it was magnesium. Okay, then I go on like, you know, a rabbit hole, like obsessed with trying to find the ultimate magnesium supplement because a lot of these magnesium supplements I learned basically only have one strain of magnesium, and your body literally needs seven different strains in order for you to be at optimal health. Magnesium is literally responsible for hundreds of different chemical responses in our bodies. Like, why aren't more people talking about magnesium? Did you know that magnesium benefits type two diabetes, helps to lower blood pressure, has countless anti-inflammatory benefits, reduces insulin resistance, can improve symptoms of PMS, asthma, heart arrhythmias, high blood pressure, muscle cramps, and hormone-related mood swings. Without a doubt, magnesium is an essential supplement that most of us should be taking. The question is, is the source that you're using reputable? May I suggest that you go to megbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen Deal to try the magnesium supplement that I use. It has seven different strains of magnesium. It's the highest quality you can obtain. Listen, based on my research, Magnesium Breakthrough is the ultimate magnesium supplement because it offers a full spectrum of all seven types of magnesium. This supplement is specifically formulated to reach every tissue in your body. And for a limited time, when you purchase three bottles, you're going to get a special gift when you use this code, megbreakthrough.com forward slash Deal. That link is in our show notes. If you don't want to write it down, you could just click on it while the show is playing and order your magnesium breakthrough. Here's a pro tip. Take them just before you go to sleep. I didn't mention this, but I really do think the combination of CBD, the CBD supplements that I take, and my magnesium breakthrough, dude, I'm just telling you, my sleep is off the charts. It's never been so good. MagnesiumBreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen Deal. If you're having symptoms such as very low libido, low energy, mood swings, you're just not happy, your skin is dry, you're experiencing vaginal dryness, you don't look forward to intimacy with your partner, like any of these things, things where you're like, I just don't feel like myself, well, then you should get tested you know, we've had lots of hormone experts on the show. And Dr. Kelly Kasperson recently jumped in our pod squad. If you're not a member of our pod squad and you want to hang out with people who listen to the show, go on over to Facebook. We'll link it in our show notes and join our pod squad. But anyways, someone said, ask Kelly there. Thank you, Kelly. She's always in our pod squad. Said, Shaleen's always getting her hormones tested. Do we all need to test our hormones? And Kelly said, no, don't waste your money, like unless you're having symptoms. And it's true, you don't. I typically test mine every 30 to 90 days because I'm a freak and I want to know. That's why I don't usually have any kind of change in symptoms. If I do, then for sure I'm going to get tested. Like right now I feel like I'm having a hot flash, but I've never even had a hot flash. It's just hot in this room. So you don't need to test all the time, but when your hormones are in balance, your sleep is going to improve, which is going to give you energy. Your mood's going to improve, which is going to give you energy. When your mood improves, then you tend to want to exercise more. When you exercise more, your mood improves. When you exercise more, you have more energy. When you're exercising, you feel better about your body, which makes you more interested in intimate relationships with your partner. And that gives you energy. So it's like, it's not just one thing, but a big piece of it is how do you identify? How are you identifying yourself? Are you identifying yourself as someone who has low energy? Are you identifying as someone who's lazy, who's just, have you fallen off the wagon and that's how you're describing yourself? Are you saying like, I just... I've lost my energy and I've gained all this weight. And you just keep saying that over and over, maybe out loud, maybe just to yourself. And then what happens is your brain believes you, your brain believes what you're saying and your body follows suit and then your habits follow suit. So I'm going to do a whole podcast about how to reinvent yourself at any age, like how to change the way you view yourself, your identity, like can you completely change who you are? and I'm not talking about like take on a whole new persona or like change your name. I'm just saying like, is it too late? No, you can change your career. You can change your job. You can change your reputation. You can change your hairstyle. You can change anything. And for some of you, it's time to do that because where you've been is old and outdated. It's time to move past it. You are meant for bigger, newer, more exciting things. And it is never too late. I don't care if you're 75 or 25, it is never too late. So look forward to that podcast. And if you have any questions about that, in fact, here's what I would love to have you do. Tell me, where are you that you want to change yourself from? Like, do you feel like you've fallen off the wagon? Are you a stay-at-home mom and you're just like, I don't know who I am. My kids are going off to school now and I need to figure out. like Tell me where you're struggling because having those specific examples would be super cool, especially if you wanted to leave me a little voice recording of what it is you're experiencing. Then I could play it. That would be awesome. We have this app on the website called SpeakPipe and I will put a link to it below. And You can just click on that and you can record me I think it's up to like two minutes and just tell me like, where are you and how is it you want to reinvent yourself? Like, what is it you want to change? And lastly, I want to finish up with things that are my pet peeves (laughs) just because, because I need someone to vent to and you're here listening. So why not? Okay. This is my number one pet peeve because it happened today. It is when somebody sends you a text message that simply says, Hey, call me ASAP. Now listen, That's my kid or my husband, or like someone in my family, I'm calling. But for anyone else, it's rude. It's annoying. I hate it. And especially when it's someone who I haven't talked to in months and maybe like I don't even like them that much. And you're going to tell me I need to call you ASAP and you're not going to tell me what it's about? No. The answer is no. You don't get to tell me what I have to do, A, and B there's always a reason why that person doesn't tell you what it is they want you to call them about isn't it so freaking annoying i hate that i also hate it when people are like um we need to talk about what how dare you like no you're not gonna ruin my whole day or like yeah at some point i need to tell you something tell me now don't do that that's rude I don't have the tolerance for that okay and the other thing that is a pet peeve this is just kind of a general one again i saw it today is everybody posting that they're doing a cold plunge who cares like real i'm sorry i'm sorry Like, what's the big deal 2015 called and they want their biohacking instagram post back like so what you got in a cold bathtub and everybody's buying a, a cold plunge save your money and just take a cold bath like you got to buy a cold plunge and then you got to post on social media like how brave you are to to get inside those i mean i know it's really cool my husband does it every day well like five times a week anyways he doesn't like post about i just think it's i don't know are we running out of things to post well i don't know i don't get it for me personally i also don't like to be cold i'm going to make my shower cold for like a few seconds right at the end and if because of that i don't live as long as he does oh well You know what I mean? At a certain point, like how many biohacks do we have to be consumed with? That's the third thing that is a pet peeve, is these people who are so obsessed with every single biohack that when you're around them, they're like, oh wait, have you heard about thermogenics? Have you done the cryo blah, blah, blah? Like they have all these like little things and like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And you can't even have a regular conversation with them because they're so obsessed with biohacking and P.S., shout out to Dave Asprey. He should have trademarked that. Do you know he coined that phrase, biohacking? I mean, everyone uses that phrase, but he coined the phrase. He's the original OG, but now everybody thinks they're a biohacker and you almost feel like they're shaming you. Like, oh, oh, wow. So you don't make your shower cold for the last four minutes every day? Wow. Okay. (laughs) So you don't do infrared sauna? Hmm. Interesting. You know what I mean? Oh, so you just drink cold water? not at room temperature first thing in the morning without a squeeze of lemon, you're like, okay, already enough. Like all of the things, you can drive yourself crazy. And do we really know if anyone's gonna live longer? I mean, do your best. I'm not saying throw caution to the wind. I'm saying, at least for me, I don't need to make myself crazy. That borderlines on orthorexia in my mind. So I don't need to make myself crazy. I'm gonna do my best 80% of the time. But if I also don't feel like doing it, That's okay too. And if I want to eat a cupcake and if I want to drink out of a plastic bottle, like, you know, I do other things and hopefully they'll all balance out in the wash. You can live your life perfectly and end up getting hit by a car tomorrow anyway. So, like, live your life. Are you with me? Hey, thanks for being with me. I really do appreciate that you've taken the time to be here on The Chalene Show. Don't forget to double check and make sure you're subscribed. We check our statistics and it's so crazy to me that there's so many people who watch or listen and they're not subscribed. So be sure to double check for me. If you're on the Apple podcast, you have to make sure you're following. If it's Spotify, I think you subscribe. Like I hate to give you all these extra things you have to do. So please know if you do them, I am eternally grateful. It means a lot. I am just blessed that you've given me the most valuable thing you have, which is your time. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out everything.